Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Want to welcome you to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who are listening. We thank you for those who are sharing the podcast with their friends, their family, their loved ones, and the unsaved. We pray for those who are on the front lines of the coronavirus, the doctors, the nurses, those who transport. We pray for healing in this nation and the world. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. This is part five of the miracles of Jesus. Let's get started. Miracle number 29. Jesus gives sight to two blind men found in Matthew 20, verses 29 through 34. Now Jesus was on his way from Jericho to Jerusalem when two blind men cried out as he passed by, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. The crowd that was with Jesus warned the two blind men that they should be quiet. Folks, our lives are filled with opportunities to cry for mercy, yet Satan wants us to remain silent. We have not because we ask not according to James 4 and 2. By telling the two blind men to be quiet, they became more motivated and got louder, repeating their request a second time. This time, their cry for help made Jesus stop and ask them, What do you want me to do for you? Friends, our Lord knows what you need, but he wants you to tell him. By asking for God's help, we are showing that we trust him. By not asking for help, we show our self-reliance and we must live with the consequences. Many times, we block our own blessings by not asking for God's help. Jesus touched the blind men's eyes, and immediately they received their sight and followed him. Miracle number 30. Jesus places a curse on the fig tree, found in Matthew 21, verses 18 through 22. This is an interesting story of how a hungry Jesus saw a fig tree with leaves, but no figs. This tree should have figs, since it had leaves, but it was bare. Matthew 21:19 records the curse Jesus put on the tree. Jesus said to the tree, Let no fruit grow on you ever again. And immediately the tree withered away. Folks, our lives should be fruitful. We should never be all talk and no do, or as the fig tree, all leaves and no fruit. Each day we wake up and have a chance to be fruitful, to give someone a smile, to do something nice for someone, to go out of your way to help someone. When the disciples asked Jesus how the tree dried up so fast, the answer was faith and prayer. How many times have you prayed for something, but you really didn't believe it could happen to you? Jesus is teaching in Matthew 21:22, saying, And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Friends, this powerful scripture should be used for kingdom building, not self-building. One time I was asked why God did not answer this person's prayer for a million dollars. I asked him, do you believe the million dollars is in God's will? His answer was no, but I want a million dollars anyway. I then asked, what would he do with the million dollars? To which he replied, pay bills, buy a bigger house, a new car, help family. Now, I suspect that even if God provided a million dollars to this man, it would all be spent before he got to the help family part. Pray for kingdom building. 
God's kingdom and not your own. Miracle number 31. Jesus walks on water, found in Matthew 14, verses 22 through 32. Now this miracle takes place right after Jesus had fed the 5,000 men. Jesus commanded his disciples to enter a ship to cross the Sea of Galilee while he dispersed the crowd. After the crowd left, Jesus went up to the mountains to pray. Now let me say this one thing about my favorite place to get away. It is the mountains. The North Georgia mountains, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, the Eastern Kentucky mountains where I grew up, or the Rockies are all places to spend quiet time with the Lord. Jesus did what he needed to do to spend quiet time with the Father. My brothers and sisters, are you getting enough quiet time with the Lord? With kids at home, it may prove difficult, but not impossible. Find the time, make the time, and pray the time. Matthew 14, verses 24 and 25 says, But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. Now friends, the disciples had seen the sudden storms come up on the Sea of Galilee. They had seen Jesus feed 5,000 men. They had seen many things while with Jesus, but nothing like what they were about to witness. The fourth watch of the night is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. So it's the middle of the night, add to that the storm, and here comes Jesus walking on the water. Now I must admit, I would have been scared. How about you? Jesus comforts his disciples by telling them, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Once Peter heard it was Jesus, he asked the Lord if he could walk to him on the water. Jesus replied with one word, Come. Peter got out of the boat and walked to Jesus on the water. But when Peter looked down at the rough, stormy water, he began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus stretched out his hand and caught Peter. My friends, all of us have storms in our life, physical, financial, emotional, mental, or spiritual. We can be on top of the world one minute, walking on water, and sinking the next. Just because you're a believer doesn't give you a free pass to Easy Street. It is your faith that is being tested, and the test is pass-fail. And Peter failed. As long as he had his eyes on Jesus, he was walking on water, supernaturally. As soon as he was distracted by the natural, he took his eyes off Jesus and began to sink. Our focus should be on Jesus because he can do supernatural things in our lives. Jesus led Peter back to the boat and declared in Matthew 14, 31b, O you of little faith! Why did you doubt? My Christian friends, how big is your faith? Over 20 years ago, I was placed in charge of building a new church sanctuary. Those with little faith posed a plan, but they were in the minority. The majority of the congregation had big faith. The church has endured 9-11, the Great Recession, and now COVID-19, but they're currently making plans to hold a mortgage-burning ceremony. Hallelujah! Now that's big faith. So I ask you again, how big is your faith? Matthew 14.32 says that when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Now you may want to count that as miracle number 32. Miracle number 33, the boat instantly moves from the middle of the Sea of Galilee to land. Found in John 6 verses 21 through 25. After Jesus walked on the water with Peter, they both got back into the boat. Then miracle number 32 takes place. The winds ceased. Which leads us to miracle number 33. As soon as the disciples received Jesus into the ship, 
which was in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, the ship suddenly was on land. The next day, when the crowds went looking for Jesus, they found him on the other side and asked him, When did you come here? You must remember, Jesus had dismissed the crowd on the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and the next day, here he is on the opposite side. You must remember, the crowds witnessed Jesus placing the disciples in the boat, and they witnessed it leaving without him. They also saw that Jesus dismissed them, and yet, the next day, he was on the other side of the lake. Miracle number 34, Jesus pays his taxes from a fish, found in Matthew 17, verses 24 through 27. Those who were in charge of collecting the temple tax asked Peter if Jesus paid the tax. The tax was collected for the upkeep of the temple. All Jewish men over the age of 20 were required to pay a half shekel, or about two days' wages. Rabbis and priests were exempt from paying the tax, but to keep from offending the religious leaders, Jesus instructs Peter how to pay the tax. He tells Peter to go fishing, and the first fish that comes up, open its mouth, and there will be a coin inside. Take the coin, pay my tax, and your tax. Jesus teaches a lesson showing that although we are free Christians, we must sometimes show the world that we give up our rights and show our obedience to be witnesses to others. Miracle number 35, Jesus restores the ear of the high priest's servant, found in Luke 22, verses 50 and 51. When Judas and the crowd came to arrest Jesus in the garden, a sword was drawn and an ear was cut off. In John's Gospel, John 18 and 10, Peter is identified as the one with the sword. Luke's Gospel records that Jesus touched the servant's ear and healed him. Miracle number 36, the second great catch of fishes, found in John 21, verses 1 through 14. After the resurrection, Jesus appeared to his disciples three times. At this event, Peter and six of the other disciples decided to go fishing. They fished all night and caught nothing. The next morning, Jesus was on the shore, but the disciples did not recognize him. When Jesus asked them if they had caught anything, and they replied no, Jesus told them to throw their nets to the other side of the boat. When they did so, they caught 153 large fish. When they brought the ship to shore, they finally recognized it was Jesus on land. He already had a fire cooking his fish and bread. My friends, this miracle showed that Jesus has everything you need. Have you lost your job? Jesus has another one for you. Are you sick? Jesus can heal you. Are you hungry? Trust Jesus to feed you. Trust Jesus to work miracles to give you everything you need. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your miracles that were recorded in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We thank you that you have taught us lessons on faith. We thank you for the greatest miracle that you were raised from the dead by your Father, and as believers, we too shall be raised from the dead. We pray for a miracle that those who have not believed will believe in Jesus' name, amen. I pray that you will find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org, click on the donate button.
or you can mail your donation to P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.